boys and girls all over the world tune and dial in to the show where the host put what they hate most on a wheel and give a spin because it's movie night and the time is right to kick back and let go if you're in the mix and you like good flicks then you came to the wrong show it's the weekly watch wheel it's the weekly watch wheel with matt jimmy and shanley hey everybody you're tuning in to the weekly watch wheel where we'll watch a movie. <laughs> my name is Matt, and apparently I'm all on my own this episode. You did great. That was a good one. No, it wasn't. It was terrible. I loved it. Mm. It's not just me here, even though that intro sounded like it was just me here. I'm here with my good friend Jimmy. Jimmy, what's up, man? What up? Um, How you doing today? I'm okay. I ran two miles. What? Yep. Sure did. Did that. Fighting off my childhood asthma and my adult obesity. Is that a slam poem you were going to? Beep bop boop bop. Why did you do that? That's a slam poetry thing. They say beep bop boop bop. Jonah Hill does in 22 Jump Street when he's in college. Hey, Shamley, is the door open uh, necessary? Sorry, I need to turn on the night vision. Turn on the night This lady is losing her mind. (laughs) (laughs) And I'm reaping all the benefits. (laughs) (laughs) You're not? No, I'm certainly not. You remember when Shanley was like just about to give birth to Sean and she was had like crazy pregnancy brain and she was like crawling around the apartment and then got stuck in an elevator? No. You don't remember? I don't remember her getting stuck in an elevator. Yeah, she uh, she forgot her key fob and so she was just waiting for somebody else to ride the elevator. That's hella funny. <laughs> um <laughs> Yeah, I do not remember that, but that sounds great. Shanley, you got lost in an elevator? I was having a real bad pregnancy day, and I don't even remember what happened. I I lost my phone and my keys, and um, that was also the day I went down to the basement and noticed that someone had broken into my car. Right. So I was just all kinds of frazzled. But uh, yeah, it was it was a mess. So she just waited in the elevator for somebody else to ride it, so she can have them punch seven and meet us up at the balcony. So while that may or may not have been related to pregnancy, that is a classic Shanley move. It really is. Like Shanley would do that at any point in time. Shanley will be like, it, she kind of goes down the path of least resistance. So, like, to call us or to find a stairway or to go outside and yell up to us or something else that might occur to another person. Or or punch the lobby button because you don't need a key fob for it. Well, but if she's trying to get up to the roof to find us. But then she at least doesn't. She can wait in the lobby for somebody else to ride the elevator rather than waiting in an elevator. That was kind of implied in my, like, going outside to yell at us thing. But um, most people would probably do something like that. It's very Shanley to just be like, it doesn't take much for me to just wait. Eventually someone will I could just sit here. It's well, almost like being asleep. I could just wait in the <laughs> lobby, but I figured there's more of a chance that like someone was going to call the elevator. They could be coming from the lobby or they could be coming from like 
the third floor or, you know, wherever they'll, I don't know. There's a 100% chance that if you just stand in the elevator like a weirdo, <laughs> that you're going to be a weirdo. Yeah. <laughs> it's not just here, Jit. It's not just here, Matt. Wait, I've said that before. That's a bad foul up. It's not just us here, Jimmy. We have Shanley. Shanley, you got out of that elevator. Your life goes on. How are you doing today? I am all right. I am here. Yeah. Yeah. Um, my son's crying. He's been a fussy little babe. Yeah. I love him, but uh, he's been driving me nuts. Um, and that's my life. I'm sorry. Yeah, it's all right. So you both slept through the shooting last night. Yeah. What oh, was yeah. that about? I thought so, that that's what you were calling, like, the movie, because we also slept through that. You slept through your favorite movie, yeah. <laughs> we did. We finally watched you 2s favorite movie of all time, and I was going to save this for later, but you 2 not only were on your phones for the entire first hour of the movie. Taking notes. You, you, the entire time, only taking notes? I think so. Matt, you were way mostly not doing that. I saw you texting. I saw you on Facebook. I saw you looking at memes. I saw you maybe swiping uh you Swipe were no you were swiping. doing all kinds of stuff that wasn't taking notes and when i challenged you on it you said i know all the words to this movie <laughs> i do so, i even know the ancient egyptian words of this movie. um well then i asked you at one point when benny is speaking a bunch of different languages so how can you didn't know all those words matt i think he said it in chinese he said something in chinese and uh you were like i don't know those words uh and it was very dumb Anyways, <laughs> you guys went to bed, and there was a whole bunch of gunshots outside. And then about 10 minutes later, there was like six cop cars just driving through the neighborhood right outside our window. And, uh, like, trying to figure out where people were and shining their little lights into stuff. And it was a unsuccessful search, I believe. They didn't find you. They did not. Wow. Uh, it's getting pretty raw out here. <laughs> like the other day, our building was surrounded by police officers. Yep. Did you ever find out what happened there? I mean, it looked like a raid. Like they were blocking all the exits. They had cops, a cop car with cops outside of it at every entrance to the building. Um, yeah. So, for like uh, an hour. Contribute to the show so we can get out of the hood. <laughs> Please. It's fine. Please. People are, we're always best when we're still here, you know, when we're connected to the streets. Once we yeah. get, once we get into like the trappings of fame, the show's going to go downhill. You're, tr you're right about that. Yeah. We're going to be like the shitty Kardashian. Who was that? Blaine. Blaine Kardashian. <laughs> uh, she has a whole bunch of baby cars. Cars what? for kids, not cars for kids. <laughs> <laughs> the the little cars, little kid like uh, little kid cars. Power wheels, like that. Sure, she has uh she has like fifteen of those, and Why? her daughter is under two years old. Why does she have those? Because she's rich. Because money. Um, but yeah. So we were watching a show, and one of the Kardashians had at least ten, probably more. So their toddler can do uh, an episode of Cribs. Yeah, they they built a, a parking lot in her one of her many garages to put all the things. And I was like, "Yeah, I'm sure your 
18-month-old is going to love this parking lot for her toys. I hate that. It's really upsetting. See, I grew up without a single power wheel. And look at me. One might argue that I am as successful as a Kardashian. I'm still not sure that your current car counts as a power wheel. What did you say? I'm not sure that your current car would count as a power wheel. I don't think it would. It's a car. It's barely a car. Yeah, it's a Yaris. It's more like a like those Hot Wheels that you like back up and it launches forward. Yeah, I haven't got to do that. That's kind of the I've vibe. Kick it into That's kind of the first. vibe of your car. I yeah, pullback cars. I love those. Your car sucks. You suck. Your car has really lame stickers on it. Um, my car has one sticker on it. Yeah, it's really lame. It's pretty cool. Anyway, what's the one sticker? Local motion. Local motion. Mm. Matt pretends to be a fake uh, Hawaiian, but then also judges people for I don't being pretend a to be a fake Hawaiian. You always oh. talk about, like, uh, you make masubi all the time. It's a convenient you... dish that my very picky children okay. will eat. Okay. You make spam masubi all the time, and you're like, oh, I'm, I'm not trying to be Hawaiian. What are you talking about? I'm not. You used to say whole bra a lot. I never said You've that. You've said whole bra so many times, you're out of your mind. I don't think I've Dude, ever said that. Dude, you definitely have said that so many times. Maybe it's a joke. I used to, you, you used to say it constantly. What are you talking about? You can't, I'm not even making this up. You definitely say that a lot. It's so weird. You're weird. You say all kinds of Hawaiianisms. Not that I recall. You do. Is <laughs> that Billy Madison? Yep. That's weird. Anyway. How are you, Matt? <laughs> I had a really long week uh, uh, and a super active weekend, but had a good time hanging out with the kids the last couple of days. We've done some a lot of fun things, so um, doing pretty well. I've got a big, busy week ahead of me for work. I'm not super excited for that but i the kids and i are gonna go see that like dinos alive exhibit where there's the big animatronic dinosaurs i'm really excited to be disappointed by it it's gonna be great that's cool yeah i hope i'm not disappointed you will be (laughs) yeah yeah how much did you spend on tickets they were like uh 15 bucks each something like that 17 bucks each so you're spending about 50 dollars more than that with like fees and stuff like that it was close to like 70 bucks for the three of us oh yeah wait yeah, did you have you're to gonna, pay for a convenience you're gonna be <laughs> what did you have to pay convenience fees maybe it's crazy that they just don't like just change the name and i'll be so much less annoyed maybe. by it you know if they didn't call it a convenience yeah, fee. Yeah, like don't act like it's convenient for anyone it's pretty convenient that you think you can just charge me more money but also why? Like what? John I Oliver did a whole thing on that Ticket recently. Master. Yeah. But uh, it's a scam. People yeah, call us the obviously. John Olivers of the hood. John's Oliver of the hood. It's very upsetting. That people call us that? No, that they do this whole thing. Sorry. I'm going to charge you money. It also bothers me when you go to a place... They charge you like a dollar to use a credit card or stuff like that. Hmm. You know, it's it's slightly different, but not really. So yeah. you don't need to charge me a dollar so that I can pay with a credit card. I'm like, gonna stop you right there, not because I disagree with you, but because this rabbit hole goes deep with Jimmy. We're not gonna start talking about <laughs> inconvenient 
chargings and things like that because it's going to get heated real quick. This is the and last it's gonna thing last I had forever. to talk about, but it's just upsetting. It's like, dude, 50 cents, whatever. It's annoying, but I could deal with it. But a dollar, like, get the f*** out of here, bro. Like, once you start doing that, I'm just taking it out of your tip. And I don't want to do that. I want to give you, like, Why are you making me do this to you? I really feel like that. I'm like, I'm fucking taking this out on your employees now. Because this person could have just chose to not do that, and they did it anyway. And now I'm upset. You upset at present, right now? I am. Yeah. 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 Also, a lot of places, uh, this is a rabbit hole. You were right. I told you. I told of, you. Have you ever been to a place? Honestly, <laughs> honestly Shanley, we, we, I don't even know where we were driving from, but like, on, I checked out because Jimmy was like, and another thing. I would, it, it was driving home from the bar the other night. And it was you who kept talking about Matt not saying goodbye. <laughs> no, that's what you that. checked out on. No, yeah. When we were leaving the mall or something, you went on this long. I don't even want to bring it up because it's going to like. What was it? A, what was it? Okay, it was about Geraldine's charging for maple syrup. Those sons of bitches, <laughs> see, dude. See, it was going to go that. forever. Yeah, it I was... know it's not just that. That's the whole point. <laughs> that it's not just that. It's going to go on so, forever. So, no, we don't no, need to no. hear. Yes, so, they charged you, and you felt wrong to buy that. No, so what I was going to say is that they they made like you have to pay for like more services for your employees or something in Los Angeles when we live there. And so a lot of restaurants started adding on an additional charge. They're like, we're charging you one extra dollar per transaction to help cover paying for our employees to have health care. So we appreciate you doing that as a kindness towards these people. But it was like mentioned on like a sign taped to the menu it wasn't something they said out loud. And it's like all of a sudden, like everything was just like a dollar more. And I was like, prices went up, but it didn't say that on the menu. And it's because they were sneaking that shit in. And I was really upset by it. And I was like, you just snuck in a like voluntary dollar extra charge to pay for health care. Like you pay for that. That's your thing. Don't bill me another dollar to give your stupid employees health care. Hmm. And also no. Geraldine's. <laughs> I was gonna say, do you notice how what he said had nothing to do with I what I just said? It was just related I a little bit. I was finishing what I was saying before. So I do it's what I normally do in this marriage. Off of so I just kind of check out about. and just like zone out of like he's complaining about something. Yeah, you just say, I know it's ridiculous. <laughs> Screw those guys. She doesn't say in that. this economy. <laughs> the Geraldine's thing is bullshit. <laughs> A lot of them are. They are. I'm not arguing with you. I agree. Well, Matt's over here. I don't want I to continue don't want to this. Talk about it. <laughs> your spinoff podcast. Your, you know, your grind my gears podcast. <laughs> <laughs> We're starting out hot. We're going to start out at about an eleven. I got a real question for you guys. Uh, it's slightly unrelated. Uh huh. If you guys could get 50% of the chips in a chip bag, but with the same amount of, like, flavor coating. So, like, 100% of the Dorito flavor. But it's a double concentration. But in half the chips. Would you make that trade so that you don't have so many chips that disappoint you where you're, like, digging for, like, a good chip? Because I feel like I just spend my whole time chasing, like, a real good chip. 
that's got like a good amount of flavor on it. And then I'm just like, this chip sucks. This chip rules. <laughs> that's exactly <laughs> I think it's part of the fun for me. It's like I'm disappointed as it's happening. And I feel like that's how I keep going. Is like continually searching for that perfect chip. And then you get to that chip, you're like, oh, that was a good one. And then because that flavor is in your mouth, they're like, okay, I'll have another one. And then that's the disappointing one. And so it just starts all over again. I am just now realizing that I eat chips in a larger quantity than a normal person <laughs> because I've never had that. I just, I stuff my mouth full of chips that it's just kind of like a general flavor that I, that I experience in my mouth all at once. Yeah. That's what she said. The um, hummel in your mouth. It's, it's quite the hummel. It's a general hummel. So I spun this <laughs> and uh, I got strictly Shanley. So I, I forgot that this was my week. I was like, oh, cool. So Shanley's hosting this episode. I'm not, not going to have to do a whole lot. But no, I guess technically I spun strictly Shanley and I chose the mummy for which I was eternally grateful that you brought to the table, Shanley. Thank you for doing that. You're welcome. It was a public service. Jimmy, I'm sure, has some thoughts about it. I'm still on the Geraldine's thing. I saw that in your but, eyes. Uh, <laughs> I saw that in your eyes. No, my main issue with the mummy is just that it's a complete ripoff of Jungle Cruise. Yeah. I've, you know? I've yeah. I really it's put that together. It's the same movie. Like, they didn't even try to make it. Like, it's just, it's the same thing, but in the desert. Yeah. Instead of a rainforest, you know? Even the boat, they have a boat scene. Ugh. Like they're just, it's they couldn't just leave it alone. So wait, Jungle Cruise from like last year? Yeah, with Dwayne Johnson. Oh, okay. Yeah, the mommy copied that. Let me give a quick summary of the movie. There is this guy named Imhotep. He's the high priest to the pharaoh, and he done been smooching with everybody. Actually, he's just smooching with the high priests wife named mm. anuxuna moon said mistress mistress mm-hmm. mistress masters mm. yeah or like his concubine concubine will it you sign up mistress for does it do they say mistress it says they mistress. do say mistress i must have missed just that no don't don't <laughs> anyway uh so he is cursed he's given the greatest curse that the egyptians have and it's called the home die. The black pearl. <laughs> yeah, there was a lot of overlap there. But we got to stay focused. So he, he was given this curse called the home die and mummified alive along with the rest of his cronies. Now, fast forward to several years later. Or, Eight years later. <laughs> <laughs> where a young Brendan Fraser and a... Fraser, like the show. No, it's yeah. not... Is it really Fraser? No, it's Fraser. F R A S E R. It's like a, it's like a soft J. Fraser. <laughs> he and a, an ambiguous grouping of military groups are fighting over the cursed city of the dead called Hamanoptra, and he has a run-in with a sandy mummy face. He survives along with one other dude, and because he survived. He is met by a woman named Evie who would like him to take her to Hamanoptra because she wants to discover the Book of the Dead, which she does find and she reads and it brings back Emotep. And he is on a crusade to 
regenerate and to resurrect his love, Anuxuna Moon. And that's the story. Is that uh, non-specific enough? I don't know, man. It was just as fucking boring as this movie. Wow. I you hit the you hit it perfectly. I hit it perfectly, it Jimmy. It felt like it was an accurate representation to me. I agree. So, I'm sort of getting hints. If I'm picking up on uh, your your signals here, Jimmy, I, I'm thinking you didn't like it so much. It's just overhyped, you know. Who hypes this movie? You two, all the time. <laughs> But you never listen to us. Why does it make a difference if we're talking about the no, mummy all of the time? You two don't listen to me. I listen to everything. What? Not I true. Listen to it all. If Shanley and I didn't build it up, you think you would have enjoyed it? I've seen this movie before. I knew you either were. Of you. you were smirking and along and sucked. laughing. You were. You were responding to the beats, Jimmy. You liked it. I did not like it. You're afraid of how you feel inside. It's not. A good movie. It is a great movie. It is one of my favorites. <laughs> That's weird. Well, it's very strange. Do you have any issues with the premise of the movie? Yeah. Okay, let's hear it. Like then. a billion of them. Okay. Number one, this fucking guy has to rub his hands all over the girl's shoulder. Like, Anaxuna Moon is covered in like wet ink. So that if anyone touches her body, the pharaoh will know. And Imhotep is like rubbing his hand on her shoulder. So first off, you're going to touch her, dude. Come on. Don't touch the shoulder. But like they both know she's got that on. Like it's not a surprise. It's wet. So either don't touch it or like have her have a better cover story. Just be like, yeah, I bumped into the wall or like my arm itched. Like, why did they just, like, how is that how they get caught? Is it he, just didn't, like, he didn't even realize he did that. He was caught up in so much Well, then he's an idiot, and he doesn't deserve... Oh, he's an idiot, to, and he knows how to bring people mommy. back to life from the he dead. He knows how to read a book. Yeah? I could read. I've read many books. Have you ever read the Book of the Dead? It's not a real book, Matt. <sighs> it's a Do dumb... you know how to yatue, yatue, yatue? Someone back sucks. to life? Look, you're just, you're being silly. Because you know there's no defending how stupid this is right off the bat. I don't think it's stupid. He was and passionately why, kissing her. And why is Antoine the one telling the story? Like, <laughs> why did they pick him to be the narrator? Antoine from Deuce Bigelow, Shanley. Yeah. Got it. Okay. Um, He's the narrator. And he's, like, barely in this movie. Like, he shows up a bunch of times. He's a he's, magi. He's the keeper yeah, of the secrets. He's, he's a super unnecessary... Other than being the narrator. This is his one job. This has been in his family. He's terrible at his job. He does the worst at okay. his job. I will give you that. He's really bad. All the Magi are getting killed all the time. Like, why and aren't then... they already at the place? The first time we see them, there's an army barricaded in the f***ing city that they're supposed to be protecting. And they're running up like, oh no, the, the white people are there. We better go get them. So why weren't you guys already there? What else do you have to do? Just hang they out They have to there. line up on a cliff. It's stupid. And, they and really do. Yeah. They love doing that. Uh, well, what I will say is, later on in the movie, when the Magi actually do attack Evie and all O'Connell the and all of them, and on the, the Americans. No, no, no. no in Hamanoptra. In the, in the okay. <laughs> of Hamanoptra. <laughs> it's the mummy. <laughs> uh, that's good. Oded Ferris, Antoine, 
if you will, says, that's enough. We will shed no more blood tonight, but you need to leave now. I'm like, ah, only your guys have been dying. Nobody else was killed. The Magi attack a small group of archaeologists and grave robbers, and none of the people they're attacking die. They might Only have the killed Magi some of died. the, like, uh... The diggers? Yeah. Whoa. Yeah. Hey, whoa. Excuse me. Diggers. diggers. <laughs> yeah, they might have killed some of them, the anonymous uh, henchmen. I don't know. But, but yeah, maybe not. Um, it is, and then and then he guilt trips on the next day. He's like, "You now you, you told you that we you could either leave or die, and now you've killed us all." And it's like, "Yeah, so you didn't really give them much of a choice. Like either they were gonna die by you, they might as well go let the mummy out and see if that kills them too. Like, it's a stupid. You should have just made them leave. Don't be upset because you did a bad job at the one thing you do." Yeah. Now he's not very good, but I think that he has the right to tell the story because he's like, he he's omniscient. He knows all things. No, why? Why? Why does he know all? He's things? the keeper of the secrets. He knows the lore. He seems like he doesn't know anything. Why we did seem? What like didn't he, he know? He doesn't know shit. He, he doesn't knows know how to get rid of Imhotep Americans. Is. He doesn't know how to stop them from going there. He doesn't know. Hey, you know what? They always stand over here and then wait for the sunrise for some reason. Because that's how they find the city. Let's uh, kill him when they're waiting for the sunrise over there. They literally watch him and he's like, this guy's got spunk uh, in the morning dew, in the dewy, dewy dumplings. Oh, when he sees. Yeah, and he just like waits it out back. for another 24 hours anyways. They, they do so have just a, kill him right then, weirdo. They do have a hyenas from Lion King moment. Mm-hmm. Where they totally see Brendan Fraser stupid. scurrying away. Yeah. Should we kill him? And he's really? so handsome. Who? Brendan Fraser? No, what? No, the uh, Antoine. <laughs> oh, yeah. The actor's name is Oded Fair. He plays the pharaoh in an audio Bible that I own. <laughs> okay. He goes, go back to your labor. It's amazing. He's very good at it. Have you listened to that and audio so Bible? so handsome. So handsome. Yeah. Oded, yeah, you got Yeah, so this it. movie go. is dumb. And, oh, oh. and that's fine. Dumb movies can be fun, but this one wasn't. You were you were responding to it. I saw you laughing at the you funny slept parts it the whole time. And no, you were on your I phone. was watching you closely. Mm-hmm. Well, you weren't watching me that closely because I was having a bad time. Shanley, how long ago has it been since the last time you saw this movie? I honestly think like maybe fifteen years. Really? Yeah, I watched it a lot growing up with my mom and my sisters, maybe my aunts. I know my mom and my sisters for sure, but it wasn't until I was watching it, I was like, oh yeah, I actually haven't seen this recently at all, but... And? It holds up. Yeah. Um, I was actually, there are some lines that I would feel like I would have in my head for like, I think I know what's coming up next, but like, I wasn't super confident in saying them, so I was actually very impressed when you would, and I was like, I was like half mad at myself for like... Man, I should have. I gotta have, believe in myself. Yeah, yeah. I should have had faith. I, I kind of knew that one, but then there's some words like when uh, you're saying like the ancient Egyptian, Egyptian. <laughs> and you were getting it, and I was like, oh, I like I had a general sound, a general <laughs> hummel, if you will. Yeah, of, like, sure, what a general. The w- word was gonna be, but I feel like I had. It didn't sound the same. It was like banana phone, you know? <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, you did uh, when Evie, when she like 
revokes Emotep's power. You got that incantation very well. Like I, I had fallen asleep and I woke up to you doing that part. Oh really? Yeah. You know that part? Is that the Paradise one? <laughs> That's right. Yeah. It wasn't until we were watching it with subtitles that I'm hearing and seeing that it says Paradise. Uh-huh. In my head, it was Scaramouche. <laughs> that's what I remembered. No, that's not the mummy. That's Bohemian Rhapsody. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, that's what I had in my head. Did you have anything, Shanley, that uh, in watching it this time around that you felt didn't make sense with the movie? Do you, do you have any criticisms from having um, watched it? Hmm. 15 years removed from the last time. I feel like I did have a greater sense of like, oh yeah, this is kind of a silly movie. Yeah. But but I feel like this movie in particular doesn't take itself too seriously. Yeah. Like I feel like it's cheesy in like a lot of the dialogue and like banter and stuff. And it's just like in just the right way in the action. Like I just feel like on paper I can see where it's like, oh man, this is a cheesy terrible action com comedy but i don't know if they're really going for that comedy but like it cut i still see it as a comedy but i don't know this movie hits with me i like it i'm glad so for me i grew up loving this movie as well i've seen it twice in the last five years so i've seen it somewhat recently and boy it still works for me this time around though i i definitely had some criticisms that we'll bring that we'll bring up because i was trying to see it through jimmy's eyes and trying to sort of wipe away some of the nostalgia and try to pick it out a little bit but i also found new things that i love like i really thoroughly enjoyed jonathan this time around he's he's just fun he's very good like there's so many great characters like definitely O'Connell, love Evie, love Benny. Benny has always been one of my favorite characters in the movie, uh, but I really enjoyed Jonathan this time around. Jimmy, did you enjoy any of the characters, even though you didn't like the movie? Um, I do like uh, Brendan Fraser. Yeah. Um, Brandon Fraser is... <laughs> Brendan. I like that he's... Uh, <laughs> Most popular baby name in 2012. Yeah. I like that he kissed the girl because he was going to die. It doesn't seem like a good idea. That was funny. Oh, I'm sorry. So you think it's funny to just kiss people who are not giving consent for that? Yeah. That's something that you find funny. And I think it's not only funny. I think it's right. (laughs) I think we all He's a man Mm. and a white man. So, you know. Huh. That's that's enough. <laughs> yeah, I would say that's I, enough. <laughs> don't white men have automatic consent? Isn't that a thing? Hmm. I guess Implied you're right. consent maybe is better. Yeah. That'll hold up in court. Yes. No, no, officer. It was under the uh, white implied, implied consent. As- consent. Ascent. <laughs> <laughs> well, that too. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, no. Uh, I shall ascend. I liked him. I liked moments of, you know, while the brother, brother, though no, he was very much not a brother. The brother was definitely a ripoff of the brother in Jungle Cruise. Yeah, uh, he was a better version. <laughs> they improved it, and I yeah. like that they added to the character. He's more fun. 
Um, so I'll give you that. I hated Benny. Really? I hated Benny when I was a kid. I hated him now. I don't like him. I don't like his face. I don't like his humor. I don't like his character. He's supposed to be kind of a bad guy. I get that. Yeah, he's but like he's like an he's Iago a scumbag, and sort of it thing. bothers me that Brandon didn't just shoot him in the face at any point in the movie. He really should have killed them. Yeah. I would have killed him. I think I might still. I think we we learn that O'Connell's not a killer. Yeah, because he's well, a I mean, lover. Because he's oh. throwing away guns everywhere. He Killers does. Don't oh my goodness. And bullets. Yeah, he's uh, wasteful. So, in that first scene, when he's fighting with the ambiguous military, how many weapons did you count that he just throws away? I, you counted four, maybe? He throws away two pistols. He threw away his rifle. He threw away his rifle, two pistols. He pulls out another two pistols and throws, throws those away. Sure, so, so we're already five. at five. <laughs> Jeez. And he's constantly shooting at things that, that are not going to be stopped by bullets. Like, like sandstorms? Like sandstorms. Thank you. He empties out like a, a, a minigun into a sandstorm. Why did he do that? What did he think was going to come of that? I, I don't know. To give the illusion that he's, do, I don't know, fighting it somehow. Like, I don't know how you would fight that. And shooting through the empty rib cage of a mummy, it's not going to do it, man. It's not going to cut it. I do like, though, that he's so frequently firing weapons that when someone hears a gunshot, they go, O'Connell. <laughs> like that, that's like the sign of him coming. I liked Cecil. <laughs> the pleasure's all mine, Cecil. Yeah, Cecil from uh, Mr. Deeds. Yeah. He's yeah. uh he's like He's a secret Magi. He's the girl with the bad eyebrows is uh Don't do her, that. He's Don't her, call him the girl with the bad okay, eyebrows. He's bad eyebrows girl's father figure. He's like her parents' friend who's like owns a library that's got ten shelves of books in it. <laughs> and it's like a big deal. I like him. I think it's like a full museum. I like him because he pretends to accidentally set a map, an ancient map on fire. Yeah. Um, the lack of respect for ancient things in this movie is astounding. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It, who's the good guy in this? I don't, I would argue that this movie has no good guy. Evie. Evie, I would say, is probably the best. She's not a good guy. She's a bad she's person. Not a guy. Why is she a bad person? Okay, number one, eyebrows. Number two, she's taking a man from death row, who she doesn't even really understand why he's there. She's paying money to have him show her the way to ransack an ancient site. And she does, shows up there with no respect for it. She just starts fucking chiseling into sh- digging her way through the ceiling of the lower chamber to get access to stuff like she's a bad person she's some like wealthy white lady destroying another culture's she's heritage half egyptian so mm. she's a bad person she has the implied white ascension yes and she's half egyptian so i think that gives her the right no uh she's a bad person everyone in this movie is bad no good people in this movie what about Ardeth Bay? You know what? I actually know this is going to be shocking compared to what I said earlier. Benny's a good person? No. Antoine. 
That's what I just said. You said Ardeth Bang. Ardeth Bay, that's the character's name. No, it's not. He does not have a name. He does. No, it's his Ardith name is Bay. Antoine. <laughs> and he's he's maybe the only good guy. When he, I mean, he overpaid for a Chinese tail bar lionfish. Yeah, because he's generous. <laughs> okay. And he's a generous lover as well. Good man. Okay, well, there we go. He's the hero. He's the hero he of the movie. And he doesn't die? What are you talking he dies. about? What? He does not die. He dies. What? What are you talking In about? In the tomb. Pronounce the B, please. In the Batum. <laughs> the Batum of the temple. He does not. In the Batum. <laughs> when they're at the bottom of the temple. <laughs> yes, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> He does not die. Yeah. He goes and he fights the, the priests, and then he shows up at the end, and he does this thing. That's not really him. Oh, it's his brother. It's Anach Sunamun. What? It's Anach Sunamun. Her body has been transferred into his. <laughs> that would be weird. I don't know where you're going with this. I'm trying to this yes, Andy. Sucks. I'm trying to have fun because this movie was terrible. No, it was very fun. It's a good movie with with. A Funniness. Look, I get that you humor. guys had fun with this movie when you guys were kids, and now that still lives on in you. And I think that's beautiful. But it's not that good of a movie. What about when O'Connor looks like we've got all the horses? I hated that. I hated that, and I hated hey, that you sent Benny. me a stupid meme right after from Lord of the Rings. Go ahead, Shanley. <laughs> looks like you're on the wrong side of the river. Good part. That bothers me. If he's just bet the Americans $500 that they can get to Hamanoptra first, why tip them off that they're on the wrong side? Exactly. You know what? That has always bothered me. That bothered me. It was stupid. I was like, this guy's an idiot. Yeah. And he also just said that he doesn't gamble with money, only my life, which is a stupid thing to say. I don't like that he said that. That's a dumb... But then he's immediately like, sure, yeah, I'll, I'll gamble $500. And I think it's kind of out of character for shitty Benny, who I hate, to be like boastful like that i don't really think that's uh something that lines up with him in the rest of the movie they kind of forced that exchange for that like cool line and it doesn't even really work and it doesn't even matter because they catch up so it's like why did you even make a point of that yeah because of the good line we the line that it. even the two people who like this movie don't like that line so that's great I they like the line. It's such I a just, good movie. I think it's, it's such a good movie. It's fun when you don't think about it. <laughs> oh, yeah. that's what this movie is. Yeah. It's fun. But see, here's what I don't like is that there's a lot of movies that I can enjoy that are dumb. And I'm sure that will be proved time and time again as we record episodes for this podcast. Oh, it has been. But it bothers me when a movie thinks that it's not dumb. And I feel like this movie doesn't know that it's dumb in a lot of the ways that it is, you know? I don't think I don't think all of it is like in fun or just being like a Indiana Jones-esque like silly movie. I think some of it's actually just like, oh no, you guys just messed up. You made a stupid thing. One of those parts for me that I think is dumb is I don't think it makes any sense for So Imhotep's curse makes absolutely no sense mm -hmm. if you're gonna curse this guy why are you gonna give him like the power of immortality so yep. he so they they condemn him to the home die and because of that 
curse that Holmes dies. And he uh, is given it, this curse that says that if anybody ever brings him back to life, which, by the way, someone could, if they bring him back to life, then he'll bring with him all the plagues of Egypt and he will have the gift of immortality. That doesn't sound like a curse. You see what I mean? Yeah. Is it a curse for everyone else? Yeah. Yeah. So I tried to think that through this time. Well, did, did you pick up on that? And did that yeah. bother you? Mm-hmm. I tried to think through that this time, and I thought maybe it's like, maybe that's a side effect of the execution form. That it's like we are going to execute this guy by mummifying him alive and dropping the flesh-eating scarabs in into his sarcophagus, but. If we do that, then maybe he'll come back with this. And it's like it's it's like a gamble. But they wanted to kill him that way so badly that they were willing to gamble on that. Do you think that that's what it is? I guess. But who's even mad enough to do that at this point? Like the Pharaoh's dead. His girl's dead. Who's who's really this upset? Like the new person should just take the throne, have Imhotep killed and move on with their life. I think the Magi did it because they they loved Seti. Yeah, they, stupid. They loved the Pharaoh. They loved they him served. so much that they made a big, dramatic, stupid curse. They should have just killed the dude. Just kill him. It's that easy. But death is only the beginning. But no one's gonna bring Imhotep back to life. <laughs> oh. Yes, they will. They're gonna do it twice. Well, now <laughs> they will because they, he's got the magic. You know something that's always bothered me, maybe because I'm a little Christian boy. Why does Imhotep have the power of the plagues of Egypt? Yeah. Right? That's because... Jesus's power. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I get it that the, they're trying to, like, wrap in this, this mythos. But according to that story, it wasn't the <laughs> Egyptian deities that were punishing Egypt with these plagues. It was a foreign deity. It was, it was the Hebrew god that was inflicting this upon Egypt. So why would now this curse that was put on Emotep wield these plagues? It doesn't make any sense. Does that yes. only bother me because I'm a little church boy? Yeah. That doesn't bother you? That doesn't why like it, make, it doesn't me? make any sense. So it bothers you because you're going into this movie with the belief that well that's all true that that actually happened. God did those things. So how does this guy have God's powers? <laughs> that's not what I'm saying. But I mean, that's, I that's implied. Isn't that implied in what he's saying? I is that like so. this movie's not saying that God is the only God or that God has the powers? They're saying that all this magic could do whatever God can do, and that also, but most of the people in this movie are Muslim, so it's like no one's Christian here. No one cares. No, that's not my point. My point is, is like okay. So let's say this. Let's say. Let's say I died by somebody running me over with a monster truck, okay? And I, I was brought back to life uh, to be like the spirit of vengeance or something like that. And now I have the power to command it's monster trucks. the spirit trucks. of justice. Okay. Spirit, spirit of, of peace. peace. So I now have the power to command monster trucks to run people over. Like, no, 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 no. Somebody killed you that way. Why do you have that power? You see what I'm saying? It just doesn't make sense. Because of the magic. Oh. You know what? You're right. 
this is a dumb movie. <laughs> that's not what I'm saying. I don't I'm know saying, why I'm arguing with you. I'm saying you that that's the case. That's a dumb part of the lore. I was trying to watch it. I don't agree. That part doesn't bother you? It doesn't bother me, and I think you're wrong, and I think you're a bad, bad man. Mm. Right, Shanley? I don't think that. Oh, come on. A great scene in this movie is, in my opinion, I'm sure, Jimmy, you'll disagree, but when Evie is introduced with the like the ladder scene and uh. she knocks over all the shelves, and by the way, they do that exact scene in uh, Jungle Cruise. No, they do that. Yeah, they copied it from that. Yeah, too. the mummy copied it from Jungle Cruise. Yeah, yeah, it's upsetting. You don't like that scene? No, when she's trying to replace Tutmosis. Why do you hate it? It's so stupid. It stresses me out. It stresses me out. It but annoys it's supposed me to. that she doesn't just jump off the ladder. Yes, when she's uh, balancing on it. Yeah, it annoys jump off the me. Ladder. No, that... that's for me. That's like nope. That's also a bad idea. Why would it be a bad idea? And when she's balancing it, like yeah, jump, jump off. Mm, you no. don't have to fall on your back. She's not that high up. You can land on your feet. Yeah, I, I still feel that's gonna go wrong. I'm not convinced that she could hit the bookcase with enough force to really knock it over. And even if she did, why are they laid out like that? Like, in a circle. oval in a, yeah, yeah like it's just dominoes like it's so stupid i've never been into a, a library that's laid out like that it's it's the opposite this of is functional. why they're not laid out like that this no. was what taught no this is not do. why no one ever had to learn not to do this <laughs> it's hard for me to be like oh this is fun look at this thing that they clearly built so they could do this gag like it's you know what it is it's a worse version of the Hercules, Hercules thing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I was thinking Hercules as well. There's also also Emotep lands in the the water of souls just like Hades does at the end of Hercules. And they I was talk totally about thinking that. And they talk about Thebes. Yes. Mm-hmm. Where okay. did the similarities end? There, I think. <laughs> Probably. There I had a similar situation though with the ladder. When I was working warehouses over at uh, my first job up at B Street Music in San Mateo, I was on a ladder and I was trying to put something on the opposite shelf and the ladder tilted upward and I was actually balancing on it like Evie. And so I was able to catch onto the rafter of the warehouse itself as I'm balancing on the ladder. And just in that moment, my, my cell phone starts to ring. And, and what do you do then? Like, do you answer the phone? <laughs> well, of course you don't answer the phone. Why not? But I had a sneaking suspicion that I knew who was calling me at that very Selena. moment. So, so I did check my phone, but I've complained about this before. I'm curious, Jimmy, if you could guess who was calling me at that very moment. Me. No, that would be funny. No, my dad. My dad <laughs> somehow knows how to call at the worst moments ever. I've complained about this before, right? I don't know. I don't remember you complaining about this but before. But I freaking knew it. I'm hanging from these this rafter, balancing on a ladder. I'm like, I just need to check my phone. I need the I I need to prove that my dad has this mystical emotep like ability to know the worst. <laughs> I'm hanging from the ceiling of a warehouse and sure enough it was my dad i answer it i'm like yeah what's up what are you doing not work oh yeah work yeah 
Okay, I gotta go. I'm at work. What, what are you calling? <laughs> why are you calling me right now? And uh, so watching Evie do this, it kind of brought up some uh, some childhood drama. That's crazy. So part of this movie <laughs> is uh, that. Oh God! Because the two people who survived the war in Hamanaptra are Brendan Fraser and this guy Benny. That the two of them happen to be leading excavations to Hamanaptra at the same time. Benny's leading the Americans. I think they said it was like eight years later or something like that. Why did it take Benny eight years? I think it was three years. Three years. Why did it take Benny three years? I don't know. Why did it it's take a, them so long to kill uh, Brandon Frazier? It also wasn't clear on how they left. Like, I think it shows O'Connell. Um, he runs away. He runs away. And like, then, a, like a sad Simba. Yeah, like a sad Simba. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But we don't <laughs> and see Benny leave. if he ever leave, comes back, we'll kill, kill him. Ya. <laughs> kill ya. Kill ya. Kill ya. Yeah, we don't know how Benny gets out of there, but he he's... He's a sneaky, slippery little sucker, so eventually he got out. And Brendan Fraser's character is not being executed for anything having to do with the war. I know, but it's just like, it's dumb. Why? Everything is dumb. So, Benny is leading this group of Americans, and O'Connell is leading the, the Evie and her brother Jonathan. I preferred the uh, group of Americans. Did did anybody else feel that way? No. I didn't prefer them, but I wasn't opposed to them. But you wanted Evie, Evie's team to win? I think I wanted Evie's team to win the bet. Okay. But, like, besides that, eh, I, I'm glad I wanted them to partner up. Yeah. It's kind of a Jurassic Park, the Lost World sort of thing. Yes. It's got that kind of bit going for it. But the the Americans, they're like cowboys. They're shooting up a storm. They got that one handsome guy with the glasses and the bad eyes. The one who goes, Hamanaptra. <laughs> I love the way he says it. It's so much better in a trashy American accent. Oh, um. <laughs> it's great. The one guy, remember I mentioned that the blonde American reminded me of He's like the main American someone? guy, the one yeah. with the long hair. Right. I don't know. I would call the eyes guy the main one. Really? I would. Interesting. But it doesn't matter. I, I think his name really is care. Mr. Burns. Okay. Um, the blonde one, this is such a stretch that like no one else should ever agree with this. Okay. Um, but the guy that he reminded me of is... He's got three names, and they are... Zachary Ty Bryan. Thomas Hayden Church. Thomas Hayden Church. Shirley, do you know who Thomas Hayden Church is? No. Matt? He's Lyle Vandegroot from George yep. of the Jungle. I just I wrote down, Matt will say George of the Jungle because of Brandon <laughs> Fraser connection. <laughs> that's what I know him from. You remember Lyle? That's, another, the selection that's episode. another bad movie that Matt loves. I love that movie. Yep. In our selection episode this week, we were talking about how there are actors that you know from a role. Thomas Hayden Church is just Lyle Vandegroot for me. But he's, he's also, also Sandman. Sandman. I knew yeah. Matt was going to say that too. He's and also... I thought I'd make that connection for this because of all the sand people. I think that's why oh. I was like, no, that sounds racist. I didn't mean it like that. <laughs> 
because there's like a face in the sand. It's like yeah. it's like the Sandman in Spider-Man Three. Thomas Hayden Church is also the brother in We Bought a Zoo, which your family liked. Mm. You remember there was that summer where your dad and your stepmom were like doing like those movies in their backyard. Yeah, that movie had just come out and they played it in their backyard. I wouldn't say that they liked that, that means movie. They were into it. Okay. Uh, so, okay, so you were saying that American guy reminds you of Thomas Hayden Church. He reminded me of Lucas from Independence Day. Do you know who that is? Little Lucas? <laughs> yeah, Little Lukey. Uh, Lucas is the farmer who Randy Quaid is supposed to crop dust. Do you know what I'm talking about? Nope. Mm, just another handsome white guy. Okay. Just like you, Jimmy. Nope. Yeah, you're not full white. I'm not full handsome. <laughs> what part of you is handsome? The left half? The bottom it? half. <laughs> <laughs> Real handsome. Bottom half. Bottom half. You see Jimmy walking into an old school saloon. <laughs> you yeah, see his body. legs beneath And then the my upper door. half kicks in the door. <laughs> like, oh, no. <laughs> That's really good. <laughs> <laughs> all right <laughs> where do we go from here <clears throat> i'm gonna um i think it's silly that when bad eyebrows is meeting brandon frazier in the prison first off how does she get in so easily like it's weird that they just let them go in to see this dude and she's like having a whisper conversation with him about like, Oh, I'm going to get you out of here and you'll show me where the thing is. And she's like taking the time to cover up with her hat so that people won't see, but there's like five guards literally standing right behind him. Right. And it's like, well, who are you hiding this conversation from you weirdo? I don't know. Maybe she paid them off or something. The ones that are inside the cage. You, she would have paid off the guy that walked in with her. Yeah. He's the warden though. So I guess the, and how, how is he the warden? Because I wrote this down in my notes too. This prison makes no sense. This guy doesn't know why he's about to be executed, Brandon Fraser. And he's like, I What don't do you know. mean he, he doesn't know why he, he doesn't know why he's gonna be executed? He says that multiple times. He's like, he must have uh, been having too much fun or something. Oh, the warden um, doesn't know. Yeah, he doesn't know why they're gonna kill him. And then he is like important enough. That he's able to just call off the execution, but he doesn't know why the execution is happening. And he's also got enough wiggle room here that he can just pack up and leave to go on like a speculative mission to go find mythical stuff that no one's ever recovered. Like, how can he be that important at the jail that he can just call off an execution, but also just leave at a moment's notice to do some random You've just you've just perfectly described the level of executive authority that I have at my job. So that's I know from experience. You can be in a you cannot stop anyone from being killed at your job. I can. Yeah, I've never wanted anybody to be killed at my job, and nobody has. So yet. Well, this guy did want him to be killed. He did. He would pay a hundred pounds just to see him hang. Yeah. I don't know. I buy it. I think he's got a good operation there. He seems like he's a savvy businessman and he's got he's got other miscellaneous 
strongmen running his prison, they can cover things for him while he takes a, a few days vacation out to Hamanoptera. That's dumb. Why is it dumb? Because it's a place that no one has ever made it back from alive except for Brandon Fraser and Benny. And uh, Benny. they are like people have known about it forever and no one can go get it. And they say that it's a myth that Americans chase and it's a hokum and a whatever. And then they, they go, he's just going to go like, look at that. That's silly. That's like someone just being like, Oh, you need to get this guy out of jail to go find the Loch Ness monster. Okay. But I get to come with you, which I'm sure actually would happen. And I would actually watch (laughs) that movie, but that's not the point right now. It's still silly. It's a similar plot to the movie Congo. It's also kind of similar to the rundown and the jungle Jungle cruise. Cruise. Yeah. In, uh, in Congo, they're looking for the city of Zinj where King Solomon kept all of his treasure. Did you ever watch that movie? It's a bad movie. Yeah, I loved that movie with the gorillas. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. The movie was my favorite. Ernie Hudson and, uh, Coco? It's not Coco, but she's definitely inspired by Coco. I think it's, her name uh, might be Amy. It is Amy. I think it's a- a- Amy. Yeah, I hate Amy. That. Amy. I like the, the evil gorilla. The the white gorillas that, that like pull people's brains no, out. No, the stuff. one that um was like experimented on and and he Coba? Like, Caesar doesn't like him. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that one. <laughs> Tim Curry is in Congo. Right now? Yeah, he's in the Congo. <laughs> That's cool. Yeah. I, that wouldn't surprise me. You know, wouldn't it? I, you know how I like to live my life in wonderment? Yes. So Tim Curry takes over as the voice of Emperor Palpatine and Darth Sidious in the Clone Wars. Does he really? Around season six. Oh, cool. And it's super weird because it wasn't him for the whole time. And then all of a sudden it is. Uh, but... I was fascinated by that. And I was like, dude, what does this guy do? Like, is he cool? Like he's got such a crazy filmography. Yeah. And I'm fat. I love so much of his work. And I was like, I, I want to look up interviews with him. I want to do like a deep dive into Tim Curry. And I was like, no, I can't allow myself to do this. You don't want to take It'll away the break mystery. my heart. If he's disappointing in any way, like I need to just live in this world where I only respect him and I'm enthusiastic about him and I can't let anything possibly take away from that. I, I respect that. I love a Tim Curry. He's so great. He, he was the original Joker in Batman, the animated series before Mark Hamill took over. Really? Yeah. Sounds good. Yeah. I, I like don't it. think, I don't think it was, he did very much. I think it was like one episode in a tiny bit. Mm hmm. But I'd like I'd like to see it, and I still haven't. I feel like he's been the same age, no, for like he's, fifty years. He's turned. He's gotten really bad. Really, he's he's kind of falling apart. No way. He's got kind of Jack Nicholson quality right now. Condi- Jack Nicholson condition, I should say. That's too bad. Yeah, but he, I uh, in the last couple of years, I listened through the entire series of unfortunate events books as narrated by Tim Curry, mm. and it's freaking magical. He's Can we sign great. a petition to rebuild Tim Curry? 
<laughs> I think we ought to, yeah. Let's do that. Like Imhotep, he will start absorbing <clears throat> life energy from Americans. We should give a percentage of our advertising money to rebuilding Tim Curry for this episode. Save the curry? We'll, <laughs> pa- we'll pass out flyers like in yep. Back to the Future. <laughs> yeah, I th- I'm for it. Okay, well, let's try to somehow stay on topic here. <laughs> what are we talking about? We were talking about the Americans. No, okay, sure. Uh, Van Pelt is in this movie. Yeah, um, I loved him. He's the only one of that group that I liked. Really? Yep. He's also good in Dude, everything. I kind of think that everyone can pull off one of those little red hats. Fez? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think it just works on everyone. Can I get you a fez? Yes. I do have in my notes. But I... you have to wear a white suit with it. Really? Or like a white suit jacket. I think you can wear like a white blazer. Like an evening robe with an ascot. Oh, oh hell yeah. yeah. And slippers. No, but you got to be a baller to pull that off. Like and, it, and a pipe. The easy one, anyone can pop out in a white jacket with a fez on and look good. But yeah, you got to be a real classy son of a gun to come out in a silk robe that ascot. Ooh, that's a that's a move. Yeah, slippers. I, I think bro? it'd work. Yeah, Oof. yeah. House slippers and a fez. Damn, and no socks. No socks. Just no. ankles showing. Ankles all in the breeze. And a and a pipe. <laughs> ankles flapping in the breeze. <laughs> do your ankles flap? That's. I don't think that's healthy, man. <laughs> in a fez, they do. <laughs> I had in my notes that I don't remember Cecil's name, but his Fez is familiar. It's Austin Powers. Yes. Mm. Yeah, so I think that that actor's name is Jonathan Hyde, but he's he's Van Pelt and Mr. Parrish from Jumanji. He's also Cadbury from Richie Rich and Mr. Esme from the Titanic you love that movie, Jimmy. Remember, I sure he's in do. it. He's a bad guy in that movie. He's not that bad. He uh, he sneaks on a lifeboat. Yeah. Instead of going down with the ship. Why would he go down with the ship? He designed the ship. Yeah, that's not a thing. Everyone goes down with the ship. No, dude. Thought... Part, only the son of a bee captain goes down with the ship because he was getting it on in the other room instead of watching for icebergs. What? The captain was getting his rocks off down in the party lounge with the Irish folk instead of watching for icebergs. I didn't see that happen in the movie. That's what happened. Why wasn't he there? Well, what about what about that other dude? The, the other guy who designed the ship, he also goes down with the boat. The he guy with goes, the wavy hair? Yeah, he's got good hair. The American sounding one? He looks like Harry Houdini. Sure, yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. <laughs> I thought could... when you guys were talking about the designer, I thought he was the designer. Yeah, you, you might be right. But Mr. Esme is the one who came up with the uh, the name Titanic. He mm. wanted something that... He might have been like the... Communicated uh, stability and strength. He's like he got an executive producer credit on the Titanic. <laughs> the Titanic? That's yeah. not a credit you want to keep on your resume. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, I, I would get on a boat. Yeah. Steal somebody's baby, maybe. It's all I have in the world. You're a real Billy Zane type. Hell yeah. That would be an honor. 
Well, I, I kind of want to talk about this this guy a little bit. Is Maybe he's the good guy. Who? Jonathan Hyde. No. Is that the actor's name? I don't care. Oh, yeah, he, he sacrifices all the diggers, huh? Yeah. S- excuse me. No offense. Dig us. It's our word. <laughs> you and other people who dig holes? Yeah. You do strike me as somebody who would get really Bro, occupied by digging a hole. I've dug a hole so many times. <laughs> do you in my do life. that at the beach? Are you no, the not at a beach. You're like a weirdo. You don't dig in sand. Well, so on a camping trip, you've dug a big hole. No. When do you dig a big hole? For fun. <laughs> You're madman. In a backyard, usually. <laughs> what if there's dinosaurs? It sounds like you're trying to hide bodies. Are you I would. I've made that clear <laughs> yeah, before. Yeah, that came up you pretty did. significantly the last episode. Just practicing. It's it. That is heavily in that episode. Although I did trim it down. Really? It's it's in it's in there a lot. Nice. <laughs> so, he's not a good guy. I don't know, man. I don't really care. I hated this movie. I like him. He was my favorite of the Americans. Why? He's, I don't I know he's he not, American. but that group is what I'm calling them. But why do you, why is he your favorite? Because he looked cool, and he's just a cool guy. he's wearing a fez? Yeah. And because he's like, don't read, read the from damn the book, book. <laughs> you be. Yeah, I didn't write it down. I'm glad you did. <laughs> yeah. You got it. You stupid bee. <laughs> yeah, he says that. He does. And you think that that's good, huh? I like it. Hmm. Can camels really outrun horses? Because I don't think so. And that happens in this movie. Huh. And also, you know, for no reason. Because it doesn't matter who gets there first. When? When they're waiting for the sunrise and they see it and they're like, oh, everyone go quick because it's like first there gets dibs. And they get to the, um, they run across the desert. Why doesn't it matter? Because they all just hang out anyway. They're, they have a bet to see who can get there first. That's why they race to the city. So I just Googled it. Can camels it. really outrun horses? The funny thing is I thought yes, but I'm now realizing it's just because I grew up with this movie. Because they definitely can't. <laughs> yeah. I think they might be able to. They sure, Look at their knees. Do camels have knees? <laughs> Everybody no, look has at them. knees. They're all knobby, dude. Yeah, They're they all top knees. heavy. There's no way. They don't have powerful haunches. But what if you do this? What if you go Shanley tick, looked tick, it tick, up. tick, 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 then they can run. She's fast. riding side hump. <laughs> so Google says camels can run 40 miles per hour and horses run 55. But maybe the what horses. About in sand? Yeah, maybe horses aren't as good in sand. They're better know. in sand. Horses run 60 miles per hour in sand. <laughs> Sorry, I just got distracted because it says people also search for and just different animals and their speeds. Uh, it says a German Shepherd can run 30 miles per hour, but it's really confusing because the image attached is of a pug. <laughs> so I just got sucked into scrolling through this. I don't want to be chased down by a pug. <laughs> this is Steve's Animal Speed Blogfest.com. Dot blogspot. <laughs> okay, so the, there you have it. I also 
just explained this movie to you why they had to race to get to Hamanoptra. Yeah, I know you really want to double down on that part, but that's not what I brought up. You just had to divert to a thing where you could be like, I have a point. Because I want you to get that this movie is good. But it's stupid that camels can't do that. They can in the desert. No. Horses aren't as efficient in the desert. Why does the sun being behind the city make it visible? Because the magic doesn't have to do with the fact that magic. It... I always thought it was like a mirage kind of thing, you know. That's not how mirages work. That's how this mirage works. Mm. Remember when you used to drive a mirage? I did. It, it, you crashed uh, it on the freeway. I did. I crashed. It was my first car, and when my grandma saw that it was all busted up, she goes, "Oh no." And she looks at me and she goes, I loved this car. I'm like, yeah, I'm fine, Grandma. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm going to say it early. Uh, one of the reasons, it's funny, we already, we already talked about him being sexist. Um, one of my favorite lines in this movie is uh, Van Pelt. And when the the hero group is going into the yeah. like side entrance or whatever. And the Americans like, they know some we don't. And he says, they are led by a woman. What does a woman know? And I was like, <laughs> 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 snaps. Good point, sir. Um, Cause she don't know. <laughs> she don't know. Shanley, your response. <sighs> I didn't say it. Mm-hmm. Van Pelt said it. Snapped along in agreement. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, along the lines of women's rights, uh, <laughs> Evie gets non-consensually kissed twice in this movie, but then she non-consensually kisses someone else. Oh. So you see how this movie... Who does she non-consensually kiss? Imhotep. Really? Yeah. During the sandstorm. Well, you said someone else. Like, it's not the same person that kissed her. No, and... Well, I just mean... She gets She, she non-consensually gets kisses back. Well, yeah. I think if someone's... Um, okay. <laughs> Here we go. <laughs> Don't write in any letters. But I kind of assume that once someone has kissed you twice, then it, kissing them isn't non-consensual. Unless there's a clear reason to assume that they no longer are interested in that. So she's kissed him after he's already expressed clear interest. I don't know if uh, further consent is required on her end. I'd argue okay. that it was consensual. Good job, eyebrows. You did so it. So she didn't get the chance to uh, turn on, turn that issue on its head. She just got kissed by a bunch of people, and she didn't get to do it. By back. one guy. Oh no, you're right. It was she gets Imhotep kissed by Brandon and, Fraser and, too, and O'Connell. But she gets kissed by Imhotep twice, doesn't she? He tries to kiss her in the tomb, oh, okay, and then yeah. he kisses her while she's sleeping, and when he does like that ashy face sucking so thing. i wanted to talk about that and please do let's go with this now so imhotep we are all over the place and i don't care uh imhotep goes into her room that she's been locked in by brandon frazier he pours himself in <clears throat> yeah via he, sand through a keyhole he, he turns himself back into a man 
and he's got a full man face and he leans over the bed all vampire style and starts kissing her and then his face of fit like facial features dissolves into a sand face mid kiss yeah i have a theory as to why does anyone else no i'd like to hear your theory shanley any theories so he's a partially reformed Imhotep at this he's, point. He's partially reformed. <laughs> he's, <laughs> he's that new reformed Imhotep. <laughs> new age hippie Imhotep. Um, so he's he's partially reformed. He's not fully back to his like fleshly body. But he's mostly back. He's so, got the face, starts kissing her, and then it dissolves. Why do you think that happens? Think about this. This guy hasn't had much action I just want to walk. in a couple thousand years. So is your theory that uh, the that part of his body is just moving elsewhere? He needs more flesh in the in the penis because it's he's oh. getting aroused. So so, like the, the f- so he can't afford the the flesh up at the top part anymore because he's getting all boned up. So it's migrating. So it just turns up to sand at the top. Is that, does it like relocate the flesh or I, is it just because it's so. stretching outward like it pulls down? Oh, actually, I don't know. <laughs> Maybe. I thought of it as that he like was manites. like, I thought of it as that like he was like. an Iron Man suit. <laughs> yes. Uh, yeah. In Spider-Man suit. So I thought of it more like the um, Spider-Man suit where it's moving to where it's needed. Okay. Um, but maybe it is just being pulled. <laughs> I just think that, that's funnier. Um, but no, my my interpretation was like a nano, nanotech. Hmm. Emotep is, yeah. is <laughs> emotech. <laughs> um, <laughs> so there you go. That's a cool thing that they did in this movie. They really thought that. Yeah, through. like he's you can't just get a boner. It's got to something has to happen. You mm. got to show that he's getting a boner. Can we talk just a little bit in general about Emotep, please? I would love nothing more. Really? Yeah. <laughs> did you did you like him at all as a character? No. He doesn't do a whole lot, does he? He's kind of yeah, uninteresting. I love the design of him though when he's like full on mummied where he's just like a rotting corpse still juicy and then he's just mm. got a few bandages just like hanging off of his like elbows real good when he does the indiana jones temple of the forbidden eye like popping out of the stood up sarcophagus thing yeah i liked that it really struck me upon this viewing how like in their um dialogue in the beginning in the super ancient scene with (laughs) super ancient scene with Emotep and Anoxida Moon Uh basically they just assumed like oh yeah we're gonna die as soon as they killed the pharaoh like we're gonna die and she's like you need to run because you're the only one who can resurrect me right and it's like, oh, wow. Like, I, that never really phased me when I was younger, but, like, they really were like, oh, no, we're going to die now. Or at least she's for sure going to die. Right. And the plan was always that he was going to resurrect her body. 
Is that beautiful? Because they loved each other so deeply beyond death? I Well, yeah, it I think just it just morbid? raises more questions. Like, did they plan this? No, I always thought they it was didn't. A, a crime of passion. Because they would have just not smeared the ink if they were trying to get away with it. Yeah. So it was just a, a crime of passion, and then they just were both on the same page. Like, okay, I'm going to die, but you can bring me back, me. and then yeah. we can be together. If I was there, I would have just helped them hide the body. You're a real one like that. Yeah. Hey, Emotep. Mo? It's cool. I got you, dog. Um, all those stupid... I'm hella good at digging holes. All of, his... <laughs> all of his stupid golden henchman Buddha okay. dudes. Does that mean that they're not allowed to be touched either? What? I don't know. I was thinking a lot about that. Why are they dressed like Buddha? So, Emotep is a high priest. And then all the other yeah. guys that are like kind of silent and just really seem like they're priests. Yeah. servants they're but they're just regular priests <laughs> and they're all painted in gold yeah and it's like that seems like a lot of effort for a regular priest i thought it would have been like the other way around like, like the high priest should yeah. be gold huh well maybe because he knew he was going to be getting lots of action he didn't so want to leave his gold paint all over nachach sushmanun anaxanamun yeah uh those those I liked priests what I said. That was good. too, those priests also come back later as the mummies, and they they're they're totally different than him because they're like more ghoulish and like creepy. And I was like, I I like that, but then when we we rewatched the the opening scene just now before recording, and it occurred to me like these little low priests. They were impish and ghouly while they were living. They do yeah. like, kind of, they kind of like around. hobble around. Yeah, so <laughs> they have <weird>. staffs. <laughs> and they're the worst at closing like, a door. Closing a do- yeah, they don't know how to close a door. They don't know how to yeah, keep an eye on One man is able yeah. to push it open against yeah. them. Like, yeah. Suck. What are they? They need like six to eight of them to close this door when they can't keep it closed. And then they can't keep an eye out either. The doors open. Well, they couldn't have. Given like a cough to signal Emotet, they know what he's doing. Yeah. They've done this thousands of times. Mm-hmm. Terrible. Also, when they're mummies, I feel like two of them are like buried in a wall. Yeah, part of the wall, part of the crew. Yep. <laughs> yep. Sure was. And then the rest of them are just in the treasure room, just haphazardly all through the <laughs> yeah. floor. So when they're all in the treasure room, you just see like hands emerging out of the floor like come out like was there any planning in that why were they buried there it's so weird it is odd is that the pharaoh's tomb where all the treasure is yeah i would think that's the pharaoh's tomb no this is where they buried imhotep and then where they hid treasure it's not and the pharaoh's not there well wait who hid treasure there they said that many pharaohs hid treasure there because it was like a protected place. Oh, I missed that. That they okay. could uh, hide treasure. That's what that's what And and known so for. they also hid Emotep there because of because he was cursed. And because it was like such a protected place. Like it was already like magicked up to where people going there would have like bad things happen or something. Oh, it's the um what's the room called in Harry Potter where they throw everything? 
The room of requirement. Yeah, that's what... That's Basically, what, yeah. Humming up tra, a.k.a. the room of requirement. Okay, thank you for explaining that to me. Yeah, so still doesn't make sense why there's just these... Strewn about? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I guess not. And some of them, I guess, apparently were just buried down a hallway because they, they just yeah. are running out. They're running out of everywhere. There were also, like, the soldier mummies. Were those magi? Yes. Okay. I like those. Yeah, with the hats. Yeah. And the and the big yelling. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and yeah, Jonathan. Contro- Wait, and Jonathan. Jonathan can control them. Yes. Okay. Because mm-hmm. of the. Because uh, he's reading from the Book of the Living. Book of Amun Ra. Yes. Guta Amun Ra, if you will. <laughs> I was trying to remember the uh, hieroglyph that he couldn't remember. One, it's a bird, oh, a stork. Um, mm. a manifest, a minifist, a mini fist, a, a many fish. I don't know. An anemone. Oh, Yeah, that's right. So, you actually were asking me how I felt about the, those warrior magi mummies because at one point they are just crawling all over the ceiling okay yeah because you there's a history with this shanley doesn't like when human bodies are behaving in a form of flexibility that is in contorted contorted yeah he doesn't like, like the jangly man from scary stories to tell in the dark a good no. one is in the exorcist when the girl comes down the stairs yep upside down hmm. or the ring when the girl is climbing up the well and especially when people move fast suddenly, oh, like a spider, yeah. like a tick, 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 tick. Um, yeah, like, like the old lady from It Chapter Two. Oh yeah, yeah. That lady. Does that weird dance? in the trailer, especially it's and so she's much better. Naked. And she walks by the hallway Hot. all crazy. Oh no! Oh. Yeah, Stephen King good. really likes a naked old lady, huh? Scaring people. Don't we all? Not me. I'm not I find that effective. I am scared. Yeah, it works. Yeah, that's a naked old lady. <laughs> Children ghost and a naked old lady, doesn't that? <laughs> you know, that the... things that go together. Yeah. It's a recipe for Stephen King stories. <laughs> Any, so uh, Damn, what's dude. your consensus there? So I feel like the more re- like normal a person is, and then also how more abnormal the movement is, that combination freaks me out, but the less normal human for human is. So like having these be so these are mummies, mummies they're not people. And, and then I feel like they're even like wearing costumes, like okay. they're warriors and they have little hats and they have like their <laughs> cute little weapon things. Yeah, yeah, they're cute. Yeah, but you say that, but when um, Pennywise. Is doing his like crazy no, no. dance. Oh no! He's in a costume. That's he cute. looks weird. He's adorable, <laughs> and it still freaks you out. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I I don't know. Then you know what? Thank you for finding that anomaly. But I know you better than you know yourself, Shanley. You mm. do. You know me so I'm well. Teach Sean how to do so many weird body movements oh, in like a year and don't. a half. It's gonna freak you out. <laughs> Please don't. Just wake up in the middle of the night to him hanging from the sea like all crazy. <laughs> <Yeah>, scurrying across <laughs> <No>. the sea. 
<laughs> dude that's gonna be the best set up like a pulley system and i'll pretend to be asleep and i'm like shuffling him across the ceiling <laughs> sounds kind of cute actually like gauge <laughs> from that <Bad> cemetery <laughs> no fair no fair those little scalpel yep the it's syringe be, it's coming for your ankles him and dingleberg both <laughs> yeah. tag teaming Okay, so that didn't freak you out. It what, didn't. What about the scarabs, the flesh-eating beetles, with oh. the kind of with the the concept mm, creeps me out. The bad CGI doesn't do it right. Agree. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, the idea of something crawling under my skin, where you can see it, like okay, I know a lot of people that were saying like, oh, can't you? Um, when I was pregnant, sorry, start this over again. When I was pregnant. I know a lot of people were telling me like, oh, it's, it's so exciting when you can s- feel them kicking or when you can see it kicking. And I'm like, yeah, no, that's creepy AF. Like, you see like the morphing yeah, moving. Yeah. I don't want to see any movement of a hand or a fist or a foot coming Face. out of my stomach. Like any of that yeah, creeps like me out. Voldemort coming out of the back of your head. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Instead of feeling very alien-esque. Oh, yeah. Hell, yeah. Mm. Okay, so the idea of the scarabs, didn't, it grosses you out, but not the execution of them. Yeah, because I feel like it, watching it, it just it looked cartoon-esque yeah. a little bit. That's a bummer that the warden dies like that. I'm glad he's dead. Whoa. Well, I, I was thinking about this, because if he had <clears> lived... <throat> According to their deal, he would get 25% of nothing. But they didn't really leave with anything. They they have satchels full of gold. You know what they left with, Shanley? Because uh, Benny had... Friendship. Yeah, he would have gotten a quarter of their marriage. He would have gotten 25% Every, of he that gets three months bad of eyebrows. marriage. <laughs> Shanley, were her eyebrows bad? Uh, Do you want those eyebrows? I don't. Thank you. So her eyebrows are just very Bad. overly plucked, um, very kind of exaggeratedly shaped. They're just lions. And we were talking about this. So this movie came out in the late 90s, which we know that's when eyebrows, eyebrows it was in fashion for brows to be very thin. But not even that thin. Not like yeah. single were like cartoonishly like high up. They were like, they were like almost in her hair. Yeah. They were like up here. You're, you're going you're higher going and higher. higher, higher. Every time. It, was, it was like a geisha. <laughs> yeah. So I part of me wants to believe it's a 90s thing. But then Matt, you were thinking that it might be a 20s thing. Yeah. I, I think that that was I think that that's period accurate. Yeah. She is an absolute joy in this, too. And I may be blinded by that. She's so cute. I love her. I love her. I am proud of what I am. <laughs> I am a librarian. And then she passes out. Ugh. I love it. She's great. She sucks. You don't love a Rachel Weiss married no. to Daniel Craig? I want them both to stop acting. What? Her and Daniel Craig? Yeah. <laughs> I think she's great in either Jobs or Steve Jobs. Whichever one with her and um, Michael Fassbender. Ah, what about in Envy, where she's uh, Ben Stiller's wife? No, Ben Stiller's wife should always be Ben Stiller's wife. Christine Tyler. Sure. Taylor, whatever. Marsha Brady. 
Okay. Jimmy, I'm curious. What is it about Eevee that you don't like? I don't know, man. Um, she's strong. She's intelligent. She's charming. I don't think she's any of those things. You don't think she's strong? Nope. She shoots a, a somebody with a shotgun. That's that doesn't strong. require strength. Yeah, it does. Some would even say... Mental strength. A gun is a coward's weapon. Would you say that? No. Who would, then? One. Oh. The Jet Li movie. Obi-Wan would say it. <laughs> sure. You don't find her intelligent? No. She can, in her own words, read and write ancient Egyptian. Yeah, well, I mean, so can everyone. Who? It's not really grammatical. It's more of like a, just an alphabet. Not if she can actually vocalize it, then it's... That requires some skill. Bembridge scholars should be proud to have somebody like that on their, their team. She didn't know that the dude that she, like, lived with was secretly in a society that was fighting against her the whole I time. I don't think they lived, lived together. With she lived with him. He was just her boss. He was her father's best friend. I don't think they... And her mother's lover. <laughs> they certainly never said that. They implied it. <laughs> they did not not say it. He says that her parents were the museum's greatest benefactors. He said that he promised her dad that he would take care of her. Oh, he did. You're so smart. You do care about this movie. Pay attention to the details. Did he really say that? I think yeah. he did. Holy shit. I just made that up. That's amazing. What One thing that about? I wrote is that they were supposed to find something at the feet of Anubis. And... I wrote down in my notes that they look more like the feet of an old bis. <laughs> You're stupid. <laughs> if we're doing that. Then, I mean... <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> I have in my notes. Uh, I find Jonathan digging through these bones rather humorous. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. Um, Thank you. I was really annoyed in the uh, Antoine's narration of uh, Imhotep getting buried. The dudes burying him, like they have like the worst shovels ever made. Yeah, they're the handles. It's like a, it's like a, it's well, the 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 shovel part is weird. It's like a little hook. It's like a little, it's like a hockey. It's like a putter. It's like a golf putter that they're using to, and it's like. You guys got like four dudes with putters trying to bury this guy. Like they're, they're not find him. They're not pushing it. They're like lifting up sand onto the putter and then tossing it into the hole. Interesting. So like, you guys are. This is gonna take forever. I was very upset by that. I was like, they didn't and have, you as a digger. Yeah, because well, I take it so seriously. Yeah, I honor the craft. Yeah, and uh, it was disrespectful. I have a gift. I shovel well. I think shovel that the Egyptians well. are expert engineers and builders. And they probably would have had better shovels than that. Wow. They can craft these, like, crazy mechanical exploding starburst key things, mm -hmm. but they can't make a shovel. And uh, mechanical tombs that can mm -hmm. close and open with trap doors and stuff like that. And uh, poison salt acid yeah. gas that'll last oh, thousands no, of years. Oh, no, killer mustard gas. <laughs> 
I did. I'm I'm uh, popcorning, bro. I'm just doing it. I think that's a good idea. Um, I thought it was pretty cool when Brandon Fraser pulled the wick out of the explosive. He had like a dynamite or something, and he's threatening to blow everyone up. It took way too long for them to cut back to him. They did like a 30-second yeah. shot of everyone leaving, and it they should have died by then based on how fast that wick was going. But when they cut back to him, it's like burning up, and he just grabs the fuse, pulls it, pulls out, it out, and then does, it was like, ooh, I've never seen that before, and that is cool. I think he has a few things like I've that. I've seen people like put cool. out a fuse, mm. which I don't know if that would really work. But it was pretty cool just watching him pull it out of the thing. I was like, that's a that's a dope move. You should try that sometime, man. I will. When I'm on my next dig. <laughs> um, <laughs> he's got some great action scenes. I think I love, uh, in the end, the action sequence when he's fighting all of the mummies with the sword. He's got some good sword work there. Some good kicking. He hits a couple mummies that go spinning. Knocks somebody's heads off like a baseball on a tee. Like a T ball, sure. if you will. Did you enjoy that? No. Really? He's nope. got he's got good old timey brawling. I didn't like any balled of that. up fists and rolled up sleeves. I like that. No. Yeah. No, but he did have a good tan. Oh my gosh, his tan. And his tan went really well with maybe my favorite thing from this movie. His outfit? No, the yellow convertible that they drive through Cairo in. Yeah, Mr. Toad's car. It was <laughs> a uh nineteen thirty one duesenberg model j and it's a super cool car and duesenberg. i love it yep huh. yeah it's a very it, cool car was it was his tan real it i looked like a spray tan um i think it was cgi oh. i like that the Gastro car had it was one of those cars that had like separate windshields for the driver yes. and the passenger side. Like they, it's like little eyeballs. It's cool. I love that. Did, didn't it also have like one of those leather straps over the hood? I don't think so. No. Maybe it did have uh, two spare tires mounted to the sides <sighs> of the the engine compartment. Actually, the engine's probably in the back. I guess it's like the front trunk. Shanley, was Brendan Fraser's tan real? In this movie, or was it a spray tan? I believe was it pre-tanned? Spray tan, but I feel like it looks pretty good. It's a pretty good spray tan. Mm-hmm. He's got good hair in it too. It's wispy. It looks good I liked it when it was shirt. long. Um, Shanley, one thing that really struck me with this movie that bothered me, okay? And I need you to back me up here, or not even back me up, but just I need you your input here. Me and you, we're in love, and it's forbidden. Oh, no. And we're doing it anyway. We don't care. We can't resist, Mm -hmm. right? Sounds familiar. Um, We're going at it hot and heavy. We get caught. We murder the dude that's trying to keep us apart. And you get killed, and I'm on an eternal mission to bring you back from the dead. Okay? Okay, that's what's happening in this movie. Oh, what? So that's what happens. Now, I come back to life 2,000 years later. There's some bimbo in the room right when it happens. And I go, what's up, Shanley? And start chasing her around, smooching her all over town, kissing her everywhere, bringing her around. I'm like, oh, I'm going to bring Shanley back to life through this chick. But I keep kissing her. How long after I've successfully brought you back to life? 
before you, you let that go. <laughs> kill me when you find out that I I made out with this girl in a bedroom like immediately after coming back to life and several days before completing my mission to bring you back to life. Oh, I'd be pissed. Would you ever let that go? No. Like so uh you love me so much. Why the fuck are you kissing this girl all over the place? Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. I don't think that uh, this Imhotep guy thought this through. I also don't get, like, I get the rules are different for his rejuvenation versus hers, but I don't really get it. She was, she didn't get the curse. Hmm. So he, all he has to do yeah, is perform. They're just doing like, like a classic, yeah, you know, undead bring them. But it also seems like his immortality is immortality. <laughs> <laughs> it seems like his immortality no. is immortality. Immortality. I'm not saying that. Come on, it's actually a lot more fun. It's actually a lot more fun to like say than you might think. Immotepity? Oh. Yeah, you gotta really hit that last T. Immotepity. Immotepity. <laughs> Immotepity. Okay. Great okay. job, Shannon. Okay. I'm. What up- about his <laughs> Immotepity? We've upset the Shanley. Don't wake the Shanley. <laughs> I wish you guys said that earlier. She's or, you know, still. Just I'm, a, I'm hiding behind I, my. I think she's still mad at the hypothetical world where I (laughs) made out with some other girl that I was going to use to bring her back to life. Well, so this you smooching the procedure, the spell to bring back um, little Evie with the bad eyebrows. (laughs) (laughs) Isn't Mo one of them? That's what Imhotep goes by for short. But he's Mo. You couldn't be smooching Mo. Mm. Just smooch, smooch less. Yeah, <laughs> dude, we're losing Shanley. What were you asking her? I know that Anoxuna Moon's resurrection spell has a warm liquid goo phase. Mm-hmm. Did you notice that? It was nice. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like that's how I would goo. bring Shanley back. The warm. Shanley would love the warm liquid goo phase. No, I would want a hot liquid goo phase. Nitpicking, dude. See, I'm bringing Eternity. you back from the dead. <laughs> it's still not good. It's enough. not hot enough. <laughs> We're in the fucking desert. I think you'll be okay. Did we talk about how I don't think hot tubs are hot enough. Shanley, it's the desert. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There's no water. <laughs> you can't overheat yourself like that. You'll dehydrate. He's got sure your best will. interest in mind. Just take the warm liquid liquid goo face. <laughs> so what? I smooched a white girl a couple times. Big deal. I brought you back to life, didn't I? <laughs> I'd rather be dead. <laughs> Live forever with you? <laughs> That's a good one. <laughs> that is a good one. <laughs> so for... He's got his organs in the canopic jars, right? Mm-hmm. Oh my god, we're still... De- I thought we were done. I Just about. Why does he then blow the ash from those organs on the on the wall? 
so it seems like his organs were taken out, put into those jars, and then when he was rejuvenated, he needed like people to be sacrificed so that he could take their organs. Yeah, but he needed his jars back too. I wonder if like his special powers come from having those jars from having organs none of this movie makes sense because he takes the guy's literal eyeballs and tongue okay oh can we talk about that please but then the rest of his body he doesn't cut off someone's penis he just gets his own body well those are the kinds of things that happen between scenes why did why is his eyesight fine if he takes that guy's bad poor eyes because it's a bad movie because magic i don't know they, they they were saying through the whole movie, like making a big point about this guy that. How did they take out his burns. organs? His who? Emotep's organs. Emotep. Yeah, that's a good point. Because he was buried alive. Mm. And we saw him wrapped up, and locked in mm, the thing squiggling, with the bugs. Yeah. Maybe they check back later. This is a bad movie. Should we just go ahead and start ranking it's it then? It's a bad movie. Anybody else have any more popcorns? Because I have, I do have a quote. Shanley, do you have any popped corn? Um, I kind Ooh. of do. Oh, I really like the opening graphics, or the opening title card, I guess. Where it's like the mummy, and it's like. Oh, it gets like the ashy letters. and well, bandaged. Well, at first the letters, yeah. the letters are become unbandaged, and then it becomes ashy and crumbles away. Like that foreshadowing. But also, I really like how badly done it is. Yeah, <laughs> it's very much like oh yeah, these are '90s graphics. I feel like there are some of those graphics that hold up, but definitely most of them do not. Yeah. I really hate that Benny thinks that the Americans that hired him are like, he's like, oh, like these Americans are smart. So they only gave me half the money up front and then they're giving me half when we get back. So I can't just bail on them um, in response to Brandon Frazier saying that he's going to bail on the Americans. That doesn't make them smart. He could still get half the money and yeah. do nothing. Yeah. Which is great. Why doesn't he just do that? Like, that's stupid. And he's um, safe. And also, why is he even doing this at all? If there's something worth getting there and he knows it, why wouldn't he just go get it and get all the money for himself? Like, if you know you have a thing of value. I think he's scared. Then he should hire guys. He's obviously not that scared because he's going hmm. again. So he should have just got be- like better people to go and do it for him. He should lead his own exposition. His um, own exposition. Yeah. Yes. But yeah, I-, I thought it was annoying that he's like, oh, these guys are smart. They only gave me half the money up front. Like, Leave. Yeah. Yeah. Go go home. Go on home now. They don't know what they're doing. They're I was America. thinking that. I-, I thought maybe my mind went there just because I'm lazy. Like, Half the money for not doing yeah. it. That's not bad. Yep. It's great. Great pay to do nothing. <laughs> yeah. If I got thrown off the boat and I already got half the money, I'd be like, done. Yeah. a guy threw me off the boat, bro. I went home. <laughs> done. <laughs> you so remember the it. boat caught on fire and I got thrown off a boat. Yeah, yeah, he really went out of his way to keep doing that job. 
they killed so many magi in this movie and the idea is that they're good guys right so like at the end of the movie when you're like oh man they're not that good they're murderers well i think they're supposed to be the good guys though i don't think so because they they just kill anyone who shows up there without talking like they'd be good guys if they were like at the place and just like hey guys uh you, you can't come in here it's bad and then they were like we're coming in anyway and then they killed them all and then i'd be like oh yeah they're the good guys but they're not like that. So they deserve to they die. They hang out up on the cliff and then wait out. until nighttime and then come in to kill you all in your sleep. One of them has a hook for a for hand. For a hand? That's cool. <laughs> He's a monster. That's how you know you're a good guy. <laughs> yeah. Ranking time? No, you have more. You got something else to say. Oh, I just had a quote. Quote. Yarata ich aya. <laughs> just have that. Wait, wait, hold on. <laughs> I know which one that is. Is that the you've been touched? No, but close. I think it's like, it's like, what are you doing here? Yeah, mm. that's when he first walks Damn. in. And then, Imotep if Heisen? I know that, something like that. I re- you know what, dude? That's the only guy I like in this movie. Seti? I can like him too. He's pretty jacked yeah, It's a pretty for an old man. baller yeah. move to be like, I know some shit's going down. I could have like a whole army come with me. I'm going solo. Yeah. I'm about to run up on this Imhotep dude and beat his ass in front of his boys. It didn't work out. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no. But it know. was a good plan. That's because he got sucker stabbed. That's not fair. Yeah, women. Also though, <laughs> don't let your girl run around town looking all hot like that. And I did dig her outfit. Be like, oh, walk around all Painted sexy body? with just this wet ink on your body so i know if anyone touches i you. don't think it's wet i think it's just oil it's i think it's like wet. an oil paint this is like makeup so smeared. <laughs> slow down unwashed fruit so dirty so dirty <laughs> <laughs> the forbidden fruit must be tasted i don't remember what this is from you'll find out shanley Kadishmal, Kadishmal, Paradise, Paradise. <laughs> Will you do the fandango? <laughs> it sounds to me like a, like if you have two twos in poker, mm. or Yatue, Yatue, Yatue. Anyway, Yatue. <laughs> uh, shall we rank? Oh, so my own last popcorn. Okay. Um, she was, Evie was listing her, like, accomplishments and why she's qualified to work at the... At, at Bob's Museum of Egyptian Architect- <laughs> Artifacts. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, House of Antiquities or whatever. What? Were you done with your thing? No. Okay. So what? then I put, she can read and write ancient hier- hieroglyphics, and then I forgot everything else she said, so I just put... And properly librarian. <laughs> she can properly librarian. <laughs> yep. She's really proud of that. Um, <laughs> it's I making me laugh. Two questions here for you mummy lovers. Mother boys. <laughs> number one, Marta number two looks pretty good in this, right? Yeah. Like Anaxuna Marta. <laughs> yeah. I don't I don't remember Marta number two being very attractive. 
She's a lot younger in this, I think. It, uh, she can't be that much younger. It's like four years. Is that it? Are you sure? Arrested Development came out in like 2002, 2003, something like that. Hmm. Maybe it's because she's painted. That might be it, but she looks good in this. <laughs> she sure does, yeah. Um, she that's looks what, like that's she why got this was like on my want to tap years list. older in that three years. Yeah. Um, I thought it was because of the eyebrow girl. I don't think you like Anaksuna Moon. No, it's because of Anaksuna Moon. But okay. also, yeah, Rachel Weiss is amazing in this. Shanley, do you think that Anaksuna Moon is hot? I think she's cute. Okay. And then uh, number two, she is trying to get Brendan Fraser's life spared, right? Yes. Brendan Fraser's about to get murdered. You with me, Shanley? Mm-hmm. And the 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 warden guy is like, look, man, here's what you got to do if you want to get him alive. You got to hang out with me. I'm a very lonely man. I need some action. I'm not supporting what he's doing there, but... Would you sleep with a man to save another man's life? What a philosophical conundrum. Is, is one moment of hollow ecstasy worth sparing a man's life? It depends. <laughs> I feel like if your life is on the line, I might do some... Unthinkable things. To... Okay, cut that, cut that, cut that, cut that. <laughs> I don't want anyone to threaten my life now. <laughs> Try to get some action. I appreciate the thought, Shanley, but you go ahead and keep your legs closed if it's for me. Okay, I'll let you die. Thank you. How about you, Matt? Would you sleep with a man to save a man's life? Depends on the man. Which man? The man you're sleeping the man with? Sleeping or with. the man's life? <laughs> Think uh, think that's a think it's both still. Yeah, still both. Okay. Uh, so if I had, I'm gonna I kill Evie's Brandon Fraser. How dare you? Unless you, you sleep breath. with me, Matt. He's lived a good life. Wow, you're a Christian. <laughs> Didn't Jesus want you to sleep with me? I don't think so. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that's in the Bible. And Matt, give Jimmy a go. <laughs> He's a good kid. <laughs> he, he's waited his turn. <laughs> it's true. I was supportive of your last thing. <laughs> Is that what we're going to refer to it as now? Yeah, that fling oh you had in the 2000s. Uh, Okie doke. Uh, <laughs> if I was in Evie's position there, if I had enough money to be like, Oh, you know, I'll just, I'll share with you the findings. Then I don't have to sleep with this dude. No, but he doesn't want that anymore. He just wants to sleep with her. Yeah, he does. No, he has him hanged if she's, when she says no to that. Oh. But she still, she had an idea that she was going to be able to barter with her resources. But it didn't work. If his neck snapped, which it most likely would have... Then, uh, you know, she just got a dude killed because she wouldn't give it up. Right, Shanley? <laughs> We're just repeating nope. what Back you said. Me up here. <laughs> That's what you said during the movie. <laughs> Do you know that they actually hanged Brendan Fraser in, for that stunt? I'm sure he was supported in some particular way, but he ended up uh, suffocating and passing out. You're telling me that Brendan Fraser is hung? <laughs> he was hanged. That's what I said. Yeah, yeah. Not in uh, Bedazzled. <laughs> Damn the devil. 
Well, he is later on in Bedazzled when he's gay. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. Let's rank. Okay. <laughs> Let's Shame rank. Me? I got my rankings. Go. Hit him. So the mummy for me falls in at number one. Woo! Mummy number one. Woo! Is, uh, what's number two for you? Small soldiers and then three is varsity blues. So obviously numerically, small soldiers falls directly beneath the mummy. But as far as preference goes, would you way rather watch the mummy than... Small soldiers. Honestly, I think they're pretty close. Really? Um, I feel like they both, they're similar in like their kind of fun comedy action lightheartedness. Sure. I like The Mummy, but because it was interesting watching it this time and like I was expecting there to be scenes I completely forgot about. And it's like, oh no, I've seen this movie so many times that like it's exactly what I remember it being. So I feel like, in a way, Small Soldiers is more interesting to me because I feel like the You're more I watch it. it, because I'm less familiar with it, I could like learn more about it each time, you know? Gotcha. But they are very close. I feel like they are similar. Yeah. Glad you enjoyed it. That was it. Was your choice? It, it was your choice, but it was a strictly Shanley nominee. It's true. So, in many ways, we're both to thank for this. Jiminy? You're welcome, Jimmy. Mm-hmm. Where does it fall for you? Okay, so I'd like to preface this by saying I'm aware that this isn't a terrible movie. Okay? But I don't like it. And I don't like people who like it. And I don't like that people like it. And that's going <laughs> to yes, make, make me push this down even further. No, I'm being honest with where I would put it on how much I want to watch it again. Okay. Uh, out of our eight films so far, this is at number six. That's way too low. You're insane. This so is, this, this is above Season of the Witch and then above Vampire Academy? No, this is above The Rock and Vampire Academy. Oh. This is after Season of the Witch. No! Season of the Witch is number really? five. All right, do you think Emotep would win against uh, Claire Foy Demon? I don't think that Emotep would win against Major Chip Hazard. Yeah, he would. No, dude, Chip Hazard would destroy Imhotep. If Brendan Fraser could beat him, Imhotep would have no chance against... Major Chip Hazard. Tripping. Chipping. <laughs> That's good. <laughs> uh, yeah, this is... Uh, uh, this is... This movie and The Rock are both movies that I can say, sure. You know, there are probably a lot of people that love those movies. I understand why. But I am not one of them. And I don't want to watch those movies again. It's crazy to me. If no one else ever puts this movie on, I'll never watch this movie again in my life. I'll Not definitely put once. it on again. I'll watch the first five minutes. <laughs> Just for Noxuna Moon alone? I didn't say that. I think so. Wait, before we started, She's eyes are closed, but her eyebrows moved. <laughs> She's like, mm. mm-hmm. Suspiciously, before we start recording tonight, you're like, can you put on the uh, first five minutes again and excuse me for a second? Yep, that happened. <laughs> 
Alright. For me, Le Mumi Tambien is number one. It's number one for me. Uh, it's right above Varsity Blues. Wow. Which is above The Terminator. Wow. You guys are bad at movies. No, that's excellent. Varsity mm-hmm. Blues is great. Varsity uh, Blues is a good movie. Varsity Blues is my number two as well. Hey, look at that. Any time in my life someone can tell me, let's watch The Mummy, and I, I will say yes. Whether I'm in an airport or at home or oh, recording a podcast. Hey, can I tell you? Or in my sixth grade classroom. Did I ever tell you guys about this? Sorry, go ahead. You, you tell me, and then I'm going to tell you something. Can I tell you to go watch The Mummy whenever I want, and you'll just go do it? <laughs> yeah. Hey, Matt, yeah. go watch The Mummy. You can't say it like that because I'll oh. be offended. But if you go, you know what you should do? Oh, man. You should go watch them. I'll we- fall for that at the drop of a hat. Matt, I know we're having so much fun together right now. <laughs> but imagine how much more fun you'd be having if you went to your room and left me alone and you watched The Mummy. Should I say it like that? I, I would, I'm ready to do that right now. <laughs> I love my bedroom. I love The Mummy. Go get it. Go get it, Matt. Go watch The Mummy. You deserve this. <laughs> <laughs> You've earned it. When I was in sixth grade, we were studying Egypt, and this girl in my class, Leslie, uh, told the teacher, she was like, oh, I have this this movie that, you know, that teaches about Egypt. And the teacher was like, oh, that's great. Bring it in. And it was the mummy. <laughs> and I was like, ooh, how long are we going to get into this before the teacher cuts this off? Because this is not about teaching about <laughs> Egypt. This is the mummy starring Brendan Fraser. We did not get far at all. We, we got maybe six minutes into it and the teacher cut it off. She's like, you know, this is not educational. <laughs> that's great. So that was good. There's a, there's a rich tapestry of history with this movie in my life. So what I'm getting is Bayside was not a good school. <laughs> <laughs> Can you imagine a teacher just like, yeah, bring in whatever. I'm just going to play it. Bring in a movie. We'll watch as much of it as we can. And then I'll decide if we if it's working or not. Yeah. She, That's hilarious. She, she didn't screen it all, at all ahead of time. Just... She couldn't tell by the fact that it's The Mummy. It came out like three years before that. <laughs> Not even like a like naked two painted years. woman in the, in the movie, <laughs> and that that we got past that scene. That's for mm-hmm. sure. So, quality education there. Yep. Shanley, you ready for this? Throw it at Shanley, so she can drop it on the baby's head. Is it really my turn? Yes, I just gestured that to you. What did you think I was signaling? Matt was talking, and I pointed at you, and I was like this, and you were like, yeah. She's just like, hell yeah, Shanley. (laughs) (laughs) Oh. Okay. Wavy fingers at Shanley. My eyes were closed. Don't, Shanley, don't reach for it like you're going to catch it in front of the baby's head. I'm going to guilt Matt into leaning forward and passing it to me. Yeah, that's going to work. I'm excited, Jimmy. We're going to get something new. Strictly Jimmy. It's an all strictly Jimmy wheel. She doesn't look excited. She's unhappy. She's looking at her phone. That's an interesting. I think that that might mean that we've spun this recently. We have. Oh no! But not. It's not it's that a... long. It's yeah. too long ago. Movie jar. How do you get movie jar again? I don't <laughs> know. Shelly's the only one who can get movie jar. That's crazy. Yeah. Okay, well, can we, we gotta do it. Yeah. Can we each? Choose a, a strip. Yep, let's do it. All Matt, right. Fetch the jar. 
Shanley picks the order of pickings. I want Jimmy, then Matt, then me. In Shanley's world, I always come first. <laughs> no, nope. I got to put this back. Nope. I have to. What is it? <laughs> we can't. We can't do this. Come on, dude. Give me the jar. I don't. Shanley. It's already just... been chosen. We've already watched it. We've already had this. Have we? Have yes. we watched it? Yes. We've actually watched. We've already movie. watched this movie. Okay, from then the pick, movie pick another one. Why did it go back in there? I don't know. And it's spelled wrong. There's an H in it. <laughs> I don't know what that means. The rock. Damn it! This sucks. You're you guys did the movie jar wrong. <laughs> I hope somebody got one of mine because mine are better. All right, so Shanley. How shall we reveal these? Um, I want to hear Jimmy's. And I want to hear Can you tell us what your first one was, too? The first thing that I pulled out of the jar is Batman Forever. <laughs> That's hilarious. We haven't watched Batman Forever, you fool. We didn't watch Batman Forever? We watched Batman and Robin. Okay, well then, Batman Forever. <laughs> That's weird. Why, why didn't I put an H there? Is it my handwriting? I don't know whose handwriting it is. I, it might be Shanley's. It's not. Okay, it's Matt's. But you did write B-H-A-T-M-A-N forever. That's funny. Batman. <laughs> There's no possible way I thought that was how it's spelled. That must have been a weird thing that I thought was funny at the time. And in a weird way, I sort of still think it's funny. Okay, I didn't look at mine yet, so. Oh, gosh. Tower Heist. Is that the Eddie Murphy movie? It's a uh, Eddie Murphy and Ben Stiller movie. Eddie Murphy Ben Stiller joint? Nope. That oh sucks. man. Shanley. You never so, want to see Eddie Murphy as a tough guy. Um, I Spy. He plays Kelly Robinson 57 and 0 baby. He's you don't want to see that. I like that movie. Shanley? So my movie my you got a Jimmy. Is also a movie, so like, oh. there's no additional. There's only research. three movies this week. There's just three movies. Okay, so okay. what we have Batman, Batman Forever, and we have Tower Tower Heist. So what's the movie that we're gonna be watching, Shanley? It's <laughs> gonna be red right now. The Mummy 2017. I think that's actually in the movie jar. It is. You pulled it once. I don't know if it's back in there. Abraham Lincoln, Vampire Hunter. That's what we're going to watch. <laughs> Did you put that Dude, in, Shanley? It, it, That's it, a Shanley, Shanley edition. you yeah. can't pick two vampire movies back to back. That's a rule. <laughs> <laughs> she would have. That's insane. Wow. Yeah. So. Vampire Hunter Academy. Do you guys want to know what the second thing I, I drew I was that we aren't watching? Shanley, do you want to include it? No, in no, the no, nominations? no, no. No, I, I don't think I want to honor it, but I want I to know. I put it back in the jar. Okay. That's gone. But do you guys want to know what it was? Yes. Yeah. The Emoji Movie. Oh. Oh, <laughs> I think that was also in Matt's handwriting. I hate myself. You're terrible. Isn't it better when we get one of my things from there i mean it's breaking the rules it's better that was the question isn't it better shanley 
Yeah. Yes, it's better. She said it so enthusiastically. You know what? I think it was a a great idea having just movies, but I feel like it's so anticlimactic. The movie jar preceded the wheel. It did. That's why. It wasn't fully developed at the time. Jimmy, which of these do you want to watch? Which of these do I want to watch? Batman Forever. <laughs> Batman Forever. Do you like Batman Forever? No. I know they do. I'd rather watch like Batman it, and Robin. I like it better than Batman and Robin. Robin. And Robin. And, and Ruben. <laughs> Batman and Ruben. Would be hilarious. <laughs> I'm Ruben. We. <laughs> it's a sloppy can roommate. <laughs> can I tell? Can I tell them how we met? Or sure. We met at an improv class. <laughs> Shanley, what? Oh, well, I guess I can't ask what you want to watch. <laughs> I honestly, I can go either direction. Have you seen all of these movies? I maybe have seen Batman Forever in the way that like. I don't remember it no, no, at all. This is Batman Forever. Mm. <laughs> that is true. I almost Googled it with an H. Just to... <laughs> Why did I write it like that? That's weird. Why did that come out? I would say 97. Didn't we watch Batman Forever at some point? Uh, well, I think the last time I watched it was in the tent. I feel like we watched it here. Maybe you guys did. I do. I don't think we would watch. I don't it like that you. movie. I definitely prefer. Well, now Batman I really want to watch it. I hope you pick Batman. Sorry, Batman <laughs> Forever. Is that because Matt doesn't want to watch it? Yes, but also because Batman sounds fun. We've just seen a new Riddler in cinema. Oh my god, dude, don't uh, don't say it. Don't say it. Don't say what? Nothing. Have you already seen Tower Heist? I have not. Good for you. Yes, you have. We watched it for our 100 movies thing. James, you, you know that means nothing. <laughs> <laughs> Why would you think that? Because it sounded like that's where I was going. Watched we, it for our 100. You know, I did watch some weird movies while Shanley was asleep. In um, Hawaii. Oh, in the oh was it suite? the Purge? Oh, oh we did yeah, watch that, that too. There was like one of the last days of our thing. It's, we told you that, right? Yeah, we yeah. like couldn't leave the hotel because we kept being like, okay, we're going to watch one purge. more section of it. No, it was the first Purge. Oh, and that's the third movie, right? I don't know, but it's <laughs> the one with uh, they do it in the projects in New York. It's all black people. You go with crazy eyes. Purges heal everything. Except for these damn crazy yeah. eyes. <laughs> That's good. Thanks. Wait, wait, what are you doing right now? I'm watching a girl do her hair. Oh my god, she's not even on this anymore. I'm listening. So Tower Heist and Batman Forever. Batman Forever. Batman Forever. <laughs> um, and then what did you get? Abraham, Abraham Lincoln. Lincoln vampire are you familiar with that movie no are you definitely gonna pick that i am very tempted to (laughs) i i i'm very certain she's going to i feel like i'll tell you this 
she's not going to pick Tower Heist. <laughs> Thank goodness. There's, there's zero chance <laughs> that Shaley picks Tower that. Heist. So Who wait, wrote that? Are we? I did. You Come wrote all three of these. No, I didn't write Vampire Hunter. I did. You wrote that? I did. Wait. Oh, well, then are she's we for having sure a, a selection it. episode? Yeah, because you're, you're going to have to talk us through side, things. Yeah. yeah. Okay. It's well, you're just ready one. to say, we're going to watch Vampire Hunter. She's ready to put it on right now. Who's the best on-screen Abraham Lincoln? Well, you're setting up things just because you want to talk about your man crush on Daniel Day-Lewis. No, I was going to say... The it's the guy from, from Bill, Bill and Ted. Ted. Yeah. <laughs> or Brendan Fraser in Bedazzled. Oh, that's a good one. <laughs> Abraham Lincoln is not as good a guy as advertised. What about yeah. Abraham Lincoln in Night at the Museum Battle of the Smithsonian? Is he a dick? He's a uh, monument. He sure is. Um, Abraham Lincoln only freed the slaves in the South. He did it as a military tactic, and he's a bad man. Okie doke. Well, should we tie this up? Anything else to add? You don't want more political rants from me? No. You can continue this during I don't want any rants from you. Come on. It's what the people tune in for. I don't think so. Buster? Buster? All right, everybody. Thank you for listening to us try to convince Jimmy that The Mummy was a good movie and succeeding. And tune in uh, to our next selection episode where we find out what Shanley's going to choose between Bechetmen Fucheva, Tower Heist, and Abraham Lincoln Vampire Junta. Yeah, look at that stupid look on her face. (laughs) That's the answer. She's like, who this knows sucks. what we're going to choose? <laughs> is it going to be the one that further, I came up with? But or is it going to be some other Something movie? Matt wrote. <laughs> All right, cool. Well, we'll find out. I mean, we know, but we'll find out for sure in our selection episode. So we Damn. hope to see you then uh, next week right here on the Weekly Watch Wheel where we'll watch... Abraham Lincoln Vampire Hunter from the movie jar. Probably. Maybe. (laughs) I hope that that convinced her, dude. That would make me so happy if we just talked her out of it. Just because she doesn't want to be too predictable? Yeah, just because she won't let us have the satisfaction. We're on record now. We're on record for being wrong. You're in a dilemma right now. (laughs) It's quite the conundrum Uh, for you, She's going to pick Tower Heist. (laughs) I'm screwing myself right now. <laughs> just like, I'm going to burn this whole podcast to the ground. We're going to have to just be trying to influence her all week. You know, I think I'm excited for Tower Heist. <laughs> I definitely want to watch Tower Heist or Abraham Lincoln Vampire Hunter. That's it. Definitely not. If you did that, it would really, really serve me right. It would show us. Really put us in our place. (laughs) I take back all those things I said about women. (laughs) (laughs) All right, bye everyone. (laughs) 
hot dog, what an episode. I laughed, I cried, I made a sizable anonymous donation to a nonprofit supporting underprivileged youth. It's episodes like this and listeners like you that make this podcast special. So if you enjoyed this episode or any of our previous ones, please let us know by leaving us a review on Apple Podcasts or Spotify or wherever you're listening, and maybe reach out to us via email at weeklywatchwheel at gmail.com or via Instagram at the weekly watch wheel. We hope to hear from you and we'll see you next time. It's the weekly watch wheel.